everyone and welcome to Tech Driven Business. In this episode, I'll be talking with Havno about SAP's Analytics Cloud Solution or SAC. SAC combines everything you need in analytics into one intuitive user interface. It is a cloud solution connecting people, information and ideas to enable fast and confident decision making. We will be sharing some real life projects and learnings to support your tech driven business. How know from Summerlin Analytics has built analytical applications, dashboards and reports for many Fortune 500 companies that run on the SAP platform. With 20 years of experience, customers often ask for his help in delivering supply chain analytics. Welcome to the first podcast in a series of topics related to SAP Analytics Cloud. My name is Mustansir Saifuddin from Innovative Solution Partners. And with me, I have Hao No from Summerlin Analytics. Welcome to the podcast, Hao. Hey, Mustansir. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So, Hao, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, sure thing. So uh, I work as an analytics consultant for companies that run the SAP um, platform, and I've been doing this type of work for about 20 years. I think the, the, the bit that's most interesting to your listeners is that I was lucky and fortunate enough to have been working with Analyst Cloud since late 2017, and I'm on my third year of working on this um, platform exclusively. That's awesome. That's good to hear. All right, with that, without further ado, let's get into our Q&A. Mm-hmm. So let me start with my, my first question. Um, from your experiences, what are some of the strengths and, and weaknesses of SAP Analytics Cloud? If you can share that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So with SAC, or SAP Analytics Cloud, I call it SAC for short, um, a lot of users, I feel, are still... They're, they're aware of it, but they're still new to it. They're, they don't understand all the functionality. And whenever I come into a new project, whether it's a proof of concept or if they decide this is their uh, analyst platform going forward, but they still need help, what I find out is a lot of people have initial early questions about um, they understand this is a dashboarding tool, but what can they really do with it? And one of the major strengths of this tool, it is it is the easiest tool that SAP has delivered in years. And it's very quick. It's very easy to get up and get started quickly. So if, if you recall a normal implementation implementation timeline, even for a simple report, would take several weeks, right? Whether it's an ABAP list report, a BW data model plus a BEX query. It takes anywhere from four to six weeks or longer. And with this tool, and the cool thing about it is you can start at the end. You can show the end user in a couple of hours what the dashboard will look like. And yep. you can get you can get feedback very quickly um, to say, this is the metrics they want to see it. This is the dimensions they want to see it by. This is the interaction and how they want to use the report, whether they're just looking at this on a laptop or if they prefer a mobile device like an iPhone or um, a tablet. They can see the results right away. And I would say for an analytics project, getting that excitement and the user adoption early on is critical. So that's the biggest strength of SAC. Not only is it a good dashboarding tool, but it's a great um, mock-up and modeling and prototyping tool. 
I absolutely agree with you, How I mean, based on my experience, you know, working in the SAP space for past 22 years mm -hmm. and primarily in the analytics space, you know, we have seen a slew of tools from SAP in the past, yep. starting from, you know, the good old BEX analyzer to business object tools and, you know, BPC for your planning needs, et cetera. Yep. SAP has done a wonderful job in creating this all-inclusive tool which allows you to not only do quick dashboarding, but also have planning and predictive all built in into a single tool. Yep. Yep. I agree. And I would I'll even stress that the user interface of this tool is so much in line with what users are now expecting. Someone with an iPhone or Android phone, they they know what apps look like. They know the the usability. So the interface isn't different. It it isn't archaic or so far off that they have to think about it. They just know how to use this right away. Absolutely. And I think the biggest benefit customers get is it is based on the HANA platform. Yep, I agree. And that kind of leads me into the second um, portion of your first question was, what's the weakness of SAC? And the weakness is not I wouldn't say the fault is on SAC. Maybe it's, it's more on SAP just because they have so many um, platforms, have so many ways to run your business, right? So SAC as a tool itself is fine. I think it's pretty solid. But where users I find run into issues is when it has they have to connect it to their back end. And some comp some companies would have a BW data warehouse backend. Mm -hmm. Some has a pure HANA SQL data warehouse backend. Some have S4 directly to S4. So you're looking at CDS views. So depending yep. on which system it connects to, what you have available as a tool set within SAC changes. Some features are available. Some people are. Some features are not. Depending on which connection types or which source system it has to connect to to retrieve that data. And I, I and I think that makes a lot of sense. Some of the projects I have been involved with, you know, similar kind of challenges have been faced by customers where they are dealing with, you know, disparate source systems, and each mm -hmm. one of them may behave differently for them. So this kind of leads me into my next question. So from your past experiences, how is SAC utilized by customers? Can you use um, some examples and share some use cases? Oh, sure. I would say the two use cases that sort of just jumped to the top of my or to the front of my, my brain here is um, one is a proof of concept, right, where they either are trying to stand up a new reporting project and they want to um, gather requirements from the business. And that's that's always a tricky thing um, as a developer you reach you reach out to a business contact you, you would tell them all right tell me what you want to build and you know you might get crickets they depending on who you speak to they might know exactly what they they want in terms of tables fields logic things like that but for the most part it's hard to give someone a blank piece of paper and say tell me what you want and i'll build it for you and you'll see it in a couple of months, right? That's that's like a large gap between, you know, iterations. So one of the, the use cases we've done with SAC is that we'll, we'll take maybe 
an existing report, or maybe bits of data from different parts of the system and combined it into an end product to say, you know, I understand what you've asked for. This is what I think you were asking for. And then we iterate very quickly at the beginning of the project and go through those um, different um, revisions to say, this is exactly the data set that we need. Now, how do we get that from a data warehousing building perspective? But you want to make sure you want to shorten those development cycles early on. So proof of concept um, is one. I think it's super useful. The second use case um, for most customers I see is they're so used to having everything in Excel and they're comfortable with that, that it's hard for them to envision you know, anything else, right? So one of the challenges with Excel is a lot of customers would take the Excel um, data, whether it's a BWBEX query or an SC16 or anything else, and they would still work on it. They still massage the data. They still perform VLOOKUPs. They're still changing the data. So the second component I see a huge use case was, you know, how do we get our reporting to be automated from the system? How do we eliminate errors from the data? How do we take away the human element just so that when we look at a number, we know that it's consistent. It's not changing. No one new came in and adjusted the process. This is that single source of truth. And I would say that the term that I heard um, used for this was push button reporting. The idea that it takes a week or two for someone to assemble a massage and build a report every month is gone. We let the system take care of it because the data is in the system, or if it's not, we'll clean it up, or the process is now in the system, or if it's not, how do we get the process implemented into the system so that we get this push button reporting, you open your dashboard, and your data is right there. So does that help answer uh, your question? Absolutely, absolutely. And just to add to the POC part, I think one of the things, it kind of lends in very well with especially when you're using agile methodology for mm -hmm. implementation um, at your customer side, you know, especially when you want to get quick wins, uh, that's the best way to go about implementing SAC. A, a lot of times, you had mentioned earlier, customers are stuck in this paradigm of investing time and money mm -hmm. for months and not getting the results out of their investment. SAC allows them to get a quick and dirty actual result, you know, in a matter of days and, and weeks. And now you have some real ROI on your investment. So that definitely rings much better in terms of customers who are dealing with some of the older technologies and they want to have an easy to use more customer appealing, you know, business appeal front end. So SAC does a, a wonderful job at that. Yeah, I would even say now that we're in like a work from home situation, having these shorter iterations help identify any um, communication gaps or misunderstandings between the requirements to, you know, the technical team to the developer because there are different teams involved, different players involved. And by the time it gets to like a developer on the other side of the country, right? Or to the business on another side of the country, that gap could be so large that when you say, I want this logic, but it's interpreted as another logic, you don't want to waste 
months, weeks or months before you find that out. So having those smaller iterative development cycles definitely help for sure. Absolutely. So that kind of leads me into my next question. So based on your experience, what are some of the challenges you've seen in SSC implementations thus far? I would say there's two. One is a very small item, which I'll, I'll touch up uh, touch on really quickly. One is the messaging of what SAC can do. So, so one thing is whenever there's a new feature that's released for the for the tool, SAP would market it and you know promote it, and and then that's fine. But th- that feature set extends only to certain products, right? So if your SAC is connected to one of their products, it works. If it's connected to an older product, maybe the functionality hasn't been carried over. So that's one thing. SAP could, I think, do better in terms of messaging what's available in the SAC tenant for a particular customer. But the bigger challenge has always been logic and data modeling, which is not part of SAC at all. So with this tool being so easy to use and, and you can build the reports and dashboards so quickly, the you'll find the next step is, you know, the bottleneck happens at the data modeling layer. So if you're doing a uh, lift and replace, if you're removing business objects as your reporting tool and replacing with SAC Analytics Cloud, you're just adjusting the connectors, right? So that, that part, on the front end is fine. It's the back end. It's it's when you need to come up with a new data model or you need to come up with a new report. How do you assemble the data to support that logic? That still stays the same. That still takes a while to do. And that's still that is still the biggest challenge for most of my SSC implementations. I would come in, I'll do a POC, I could sell the vision and how people can use this tool. They get very excited but they still have to wait a little bit, right? For the development to be complete. So what I like to do is I like to do two things in parallel, work with the business to find out their requirements and build the front end while my backend team is building the data models. And we would adjust periodically, but as each new request comes in, it affects the data model. And I try to do both the front end and the backend in parallel. Uh, that's a great suggestion, I think, and that, that works very well, trying to utilize the time the best way you can mm-hmm. and move forward, especially when a business can see the actual output, they are mm-hmm. a lot more engaged. And then, of course, the, the plumbing needs to happen at the yep. same time, and that needs to be aligned with the front end. So, But this allows you to kind of get a better gauge of the business very early on in the process and helps you align with their needs. And I think that's probably the, the best way to move forward. Yep. Uh, I know we are kind of to the end of our uh, timings over here. Uh, this was a great conversation. Thank you very much for sharing your insights. Uh, I do want to ask you a quick question. How oh, do sure. people find you? Oh, yes, of course. So people, um, folks can reach me directly at how, H-A-U, at summerlinanalytics.com. But I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. So if you search for my full name, H-A-U space N-G-O, you can find me there and we can connect right there. That is great. Stay tuned for our next podcast series. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Tech Driven Business. 
SEC certainly is easy to use and has a higher adoption rate by business users. Doing a proof of concept is a great way to vet out the product. No matter what you decide, an iterated development approach will serve you well. Listen to our next episode where we will be talking about how SEC behaves differently for each customer depending on what source systems you're connecting to. In the meantime, if you have any questions, please connect with Hao or I on LinkedIn.